Hey golfers, some golf seasons are wrapping up and the holiday season is right around the corner. You know what that means? You guessed it. Awkward holiday work parties. Avoid the terrible Yankee swap gifts. Bring a pack of true classic polos. Show up late so you get the last pick and you can take your own gift home just like I do every single year. You get some of the softest polos on the market, your coworkers think you are a team player, and you can save 25% off plus free shipping using the promo code OTSGOLF at trueclassictees.com. Win, win, win. Stay vigilant at those holiday work parties, my friends. Enjoy the episode. Three shots, four part, I just do two, one putt, part four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do, think I'll try to get on, into, start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs that's up. Yeah, we just hop right in, episode 107 on the Screws podcast, we got David Byrne, professional golfer, um, Canadian guy too. Um, mm-hmm. You've always been in Canada for the most part, eh, David? Uh, yes and no. Um, I was in Canada till I was like 18 and then from like 18 to 29 or 30, I was in the States. Um, uh, no, I guess 28. Um, I was Detroit for four, four and a half really. And then I went to Orlando for about the same. And then I was in LA for about two and a half, three. Nice. Nice. So we, we got a little background noise for this one, but we don't, uh, we don't mind. We like it. You're at the swing factory in Windsor. Uh, Yeah. I'm at swing factory in Windsor definitely on the clock and my boss is okay with it All right, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll give them a little plug we'll tag them or yeah. something we'll get some what is, is it like a uh, what is it exactly so we got uh in about a week here we're gonna have six trackman indoor simulators nice. uh we're gonna do so i'll be doing fittings here for callaway we also do like pxg cobra mura obviously trying to kind of like hope, hope to get another company kind of jumping in um and then we actually have uh I don't, I don't know the quote on this. It might be, it might be the only one in Ontario, at least public or Canada. We have a full swing putt view uh, simulator. So the, the putting green, that kind of, you know, gets yeah, moving. Yeah. so it's pretty cool to like, you know, instead of you know one going to buy a putter and everything falls into the hole, you put it on two degrees right to left. And now you start one understanding breaks Two, if you're going to buy a putter, you can actually see if it's actually going in the hole. If it's not just the crappy, Greens, yeah. You know? So yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good little spot right now. Yeah, it's awesome. Bryce is a notorious. Um, Bryce needs help. He needs, he needs. Okay, I didn't want to say it, but Bryce, I mean, you can just say it. Like yeah. we all, everyone knows it. Yeah. Like, so 107 secret. episodes deep. We've talked about Bryce's putting a little bit, and this is 40 minutes from home for you, Bryce. So you got no excuse, man. Got to go over and visit him. Bryce, and, I know a guy. I know. Yeah, a never, guy. never <laughs> been fit for clubs in my life. Yeah. Oh my God. And you're doing a golf podcast and yeah. at least you're honest and you tell people that, but that shouldn't happen. No, but I'm, he, I'm proud of it. Cause I can still play and I've just never been fit. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Think about how much better game. you can play. I know I'd be so much better. <laughs> well, it's like, I'm just giving you a hard time. Man, dude. we're telling a story the other day about, uh, I was, we're playing at, you played at Port Hope at all? Uh, I played at Port Hope once. Yeah. Okay. So we're like on the fifth hole. It's like kind of around the back and like, there's a long carry over this one bunker and I like kind of right before Bryce were playing money games. So I like quickly told him like, Hey, like the carries this far or whatever. Right. Like I'm and, right over my ball too. Like, yeah. And he's stuff. about to swing. He had like a four iron and the carries like two thirty or something. So that was not a problem for Bryce. So Bryce hits it a very long way. So for a guy who's never Bryce been hit, hit like or fit. Ball. Yeah. Yes. He hits the ball a long, long way. So yeah. Yeah. Add a few yards on if you go get fit and uh, I don't know, maybe uh-huh. a bit more control and on the putter too. Right. Hey. But, yeah. Who knows? Where'd you uh, Where'd you go to school, Dave? I went to the University of Detroit Mercy. 
Oh, no. nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was over there. I, I, I loved it there. I, uh, I think, I think I kind of got like an under the table offer after my second year to go to Kent with Corey and Mac. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, I decided not to because Detroit was so great to me and I had a great experience there. Right. Um, given the fact that like it's a Thursday night and I'm chatting with you guys at eight o'clock and like you know Mackenzie and Corey are really good at golf. Uh, maybe I made some interesting decisions, but I loved, absolutely loved my time at, uh, at Detroit. It was awesome. Well, Hey, we, uh, we got to connect somehow with, uh, Corey. So Corey might be talking with us on a, th- well, probably not a Thursday night at eight o'clock, but maybe sometime, maybe sometime. Yeah, but, yeah uh, exactly, exactly. Definitely not a Thursday night. Definitely not a weekend. Right. Cause he's a cut machine, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, so this week's the RSM classic. So my pick was actually Taylor Pendrith. So I was kind of going through a couple things and like, I don't know if you ever played with Taylor. He's a member I- at. Not. Yeah, but he uh, he hits it a long way. So one of the things I yes. looked up is he's he's second right now in cuts made. He's got twelve straight cuts made. John Rom's the only one yeah. with thirteen. So he's uh, yeah, we got some. There's game. a reason why he got the nod from the internationals there, right? Like yeah. those guys yeah. know what's going on. They're good players. They're around the scene. Like they know what's going on. Yeah, man. It's uh, Canada's got some good golfers right now. Very good golfers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait guy- till I get fit. <laughs> yeah, until you get fit. What uh, what got you into the game, David? Was there anything like were you young? I, you, you know, my like... uncle was uh was a was a really 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 good player. I, I want to say like <laughs> sorry. Um, I want to say uh, twelve or thirteen time club champ at at the place that I ended up kind of going into and and playing out there. Uh, he was kind of like if if uh. When I was growing up, everyone would just say, "How, hey, your uncle Matt, if you can be like him, you know, you'll be you'll be pretty good." And um, my mom was a professional figure skater, so she was a huge athlete. So she kind of put me in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I just, I don't know if it's because I was an only child or because my mom worked so much that, like, you know, I would get dropped off and then at six or seven a.m. and I get picked up at ten a at ten p.m. Uh, I didn't really have much of a choice, right? I just kind of was my babysitter, so. Um, yeah, I just, I just loved it. And then obviously I stopped, um, maybe not obviously, but I stopped growing since I'm so tall and big and, uh, hockey wasn't probably going to cut it anymore. Um, so I kind of pulled the George Costanza, got MVP of the last game I played and went out on a high note. And there you I, go. I yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce <laughs> is that big hockey player. Bryce is uh, a whole family of hockey players. So right. he's uh, I mean, a little bit retired I now. It. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I love being on the ice and I love playing. I just, uh, I, I was in for a quick death sentence if I was 18 playing against like other adults, you know? I was well, this, yeah. this has got to be like, <laughs> I don't know what, three out of the last four weeks we're talking with like, uh, it's kind of the Canadian dream, right? Or the Canadian rule. Yeah. We like grow up playing hockey and then get into golf. And like for us, we're talking with pro golfers for the most part, like yourself or, um, yeah. or we're talking with some brands and stuff. So like, Ty Saloni told us the same story. Keaton Viet told us the uh, Viet told us the same story last week. It's like Keaton is kinda, a beauty. I, yeah, that guy is unreal, man. You kind of grow out of hockey, and then uh, you know he's still really young too, right? So he's just kinda, yeah. I think he was only like twenty three yeah. or something coming up, right? Yeah. So, um, we'll uh, we'll go back to it, but if we can kind of touch like touch on your where you went to school, like so you come out of university. <laughs> Um, you come back to Canada, you're trying to get status at that point. You just turn pro. Like, did you just decide right out of school to go pro? So like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I, uh, if you turn pro, you have to have money to do that. Right. Yeah. right? Um, yeah. So I didn't. And, uh, like I had a nice, I had a, I had a pretty nice like college 
college go of it, you know, um, won some events, freshman of the year, newcomer of the year, player of the year, all that, whatever stuff, academic, all American, whatever. But it, 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 it wasn't like I was, um, at the university of Florida winning golf tournaments. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I came back and, uh, um, I got a job at the gap and I worked at the gap. I begged for, um, I absolutely begged for a job cause I needed, I needed some money and to work, right. Just to kind of figure out what I was going to do. And then I applied to be on big break. Um, got, like got in and they said, come to Florida for an audition. So the job that I just begged for, I went and said, I need two weeks off <laughs> and then went and I got the two weeks off. They weren't very pleased. I came back and I said, I don't no longer, um, need to necessarily work here. I was just wondering if you could let me go or like fire me. So I was let go. And then I moved to Florida two months after. And then from there, that's when I kind of, I, I played down in Florida a bit. Um, and then the next following year I went, like I played mini tours and I went to Canadian, Canadian tour Q school in Burlington, uh, in 2012. Okay. And that's kind of when I started my little pro pro gig there. So it's actually, I think the third, yeah, you're the third, uh, big break contestant, I guess that we've had on the show. Yeah. Um, I believe Carrie Moffitt had done the big break and you know, Andy Walker, he's a head coach at VCU. Andy Walker. Um, I, I knew him just kind of through some other people saw him at events. Um, but I've, I've actually kind of followed Andy Instagram, Facebook. I, yeah, he's, he's a knowledgeable dude. He knows what's going on. He's, yeah. I, I, uh, I like the stuff that he posts. So I, I don't know him very well, but I, I like his golf game and yeah. uh, I kind of just like how he kind of goes about his business. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great human being. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's kind of, and he's been around a long time too. Right. And like he was a right. NCAA national champ at Pepperdine 97 and now he's with VCU. So, and they're, yeah. they've gone from like number, I don't know, one thirty or something he was saying in the country to wow. their top 50 school now. So yeah, um, like pretty he, cool. the program's like shot up with uh, not just with him there, but like his recruitment and style was pretty, uh, pretty cool. Like he shared quite a bit of it with us and, and, and yeah. uh, he was in, he was on big break Ireland and he, I think he finished like second or third. He didn't win, but you're winning. Finished third, I think my yeah. buddy, Mark Murphy won it. And then Julian Trudeau, who caddies now for, what is Jules caddy for? Um, shoot. Uh, May Trey, Trey Mullinax. I think he caddies for on tour now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and he's married to Mal who he met on big break Ireland and they have a kid now, a little girl as well. That's yeah. sweet, man. So what That's was that experience? Yeah. I remember watching it like back in the day. I don't remember like any of that. Like I can't remember any specific episodes, but I just remember like some of the contests and stuff. What was that like for you? Like I heard the the whole like idea of going to, like Carrie was saying, some of the uh, some of the things that she was doing, like when you go to, you just show up and they kind of tell you you need to be somewhere in like two or three yeah. minutes and yeah. then you just like go fire a couple golf balls and then that could be it, right? Like. Yeah, so like we would get up at something like six forty-five or whatever, right? And like, okay, breakfast out of the door at seven fifteen on the range by seven thirty. At eight o'clock, we're leaving, and I was like, okay, we get down there, and then at like seven thirty-eight, they'll be like, hey, if I were you guys, I'd want to uh, work on one hundred and fifty yards and in. So we're like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then somebody's like, we want to hit some drivers today or whatever. So then my thing was was like, so we were I had twelve guys right on my season, and I picked number eleven, the number eleventh ball. Uh, of who's going to go. So that first day we got out there at eight o'clock. I'm the 11th guy to go. So at 1.15 PM, I go and I've been sitting there on the grass. I've been pulling grass, you know, like you're a child and you can't yeah. control your thoughts in your yeah. mind. Right. So I'm sitting here with Robert Floyd, literally pulling grass with our hands, like making a grass pile. Like we're no cell phones. Okay. 
you can't go and watch the other guys because you're supposed to be like that. What they do shouldn't have an effect on you. Yeah. So we're sitting there. So I think we, I think for me it was like five hours and fourteen minutes or something crazy like that between when I was on the range to the next shot I hit. All right, we made it through nine, and this glizzy is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped.com. You can go over, check out the ultra premium collection or anything that you need to not suffer through the back nine here. Using the promo code OTS Golf, you will get twenty percent off plus free shipping. Maybe you'll go low on the back. Thank you for supporting the episode. Thank you for supporting the pod. Manscaped.com, 20% off using the promo code OTSGOLF. Free shipping right to your door. Enjoy the pod. Yeah, Dave, were you a big fan of it? the big break as a kid? Or kind of did you know a lot about it? I uh, So I used to work for the uh, Essex 73 as like a junior C hockey team. Uh, when I was like, you know, from like 10 or 11 to like, 15, 16, 17 years old. Yep. Actually, I think my first year, actually, even in university, I worked, I came back and worked. And um, after it, uh, on Tuesday nights, it was switched to Mondays, but on Tuesday nights, I would run home and I would sit in front of the TV and I would watch it. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. You know, I like, when I auditioned, they asked me if I've seen it before. And I said, do you want front to back winners, back to front? How do you want to do this? <laughs> I've never missed an episode. I think the first air date was October 6, 2003. Um, and I just remember looking back at my mom and I was like, uh, wow, I'm, I want to be on Big Break one day. And I, you know, oh, cool. Yeah, sure. That'd be really nice. And then I went on Big Break one day. <laughs> and then when I was there uh, and I was on it, I was just like, wow, this is really cool. The first couple of days. And then uh, after a couple of elimination challenges, I just was like, wow, I'm not I'm actually not going to lose. Like, I'm going to win this. And I remember I had a putt against uh, Petey. It was the 14th hole in the celebrity course. It was uphill right to left, like 12 feet. Not a, not easy under the conditions. And I just never had a chance to miss it. Like, there was never a thought that I was like, oh, I'm going to miss this putt. It was just, it never crossed my mind. And yeah, it was just, uh, I want to somehow get that feeling back. So if anybody knows, that would be fantastic. But uh, I was a huge fan of it, man. I It was my favorite show growing up, right? Uh, so just to be on it was cool to like see how it works, to get a bag with my name on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, now I just, it collects dust here at Swing Factory, but, uh, it was, it was, yeah, it was my favorite show. I loved it. I've watched every single season, all of it. I, 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 I really enjoyed that. Yeah. That was the, uh, that was like the winning shot rolling that putt. Well, it, I don't even know if that was the winning shot, but it was like, I was about five episodes left. We had a playback challenge and I had this right to left putt. It was just over the bunker on this par five and I knew that if I made, if I missed it, the guy who was two a foot inside of me was going to make it. And, uh, I just poured it in and I knew that there was never like, oh God, what a great feeling. There was never a chance that I had in my mind that I was going to miss that putt. And, you know, there's, there's a psychology thought out there and how to get to that place. But I don't know if I just wasn't ready to leave or I just was going to win. You know, I just, I knew I was going to win and I knew the pot was going in the hole and I knew I was going to be on the next show. And it's just something I've never really experienced again. And I really would love to, uh, but yeah, it just, it was just one of those weird, weird weeks, weird things. Yeah. No, I know that like, obviously it's on a much different scale, but like, even like, even if you're playing, like you're playing a money game or whatever it is. And you know, sometimes you just like stand over a pot, you like get down, you do your, like whatever your, your routine is yeah. and you just like, you just see it. Right. And you're like, okay. like It, it can be a three footer. Yeah. You know, it can be a tough three footer. You're like, okay, I got this. This one breaks outside the hole. I got it. It can be a 25 footer. And you're like, oh my God, I'm going to make this. And it yeah. happens once in a while. And it's, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's so cool when that does happen. 
Yeah. That's why, like, I, I remember having this one round a little while ago with a buddy of mine, Mike. Um, hats off to Mike. He's a professional poker player, and he's, like, cashed eight of nine events So recently. So good for you, Mike, if you're listening to the pod. But uh, I I was, like, having a round with him. I chipped in once or twice, like, early, and I, I, uh, I always am, like, way too like and bryce can attest this i'm like way too glass half full on the course i'm like oh like this can go in or we can like knock this shot in sometimes it goes in right so like right right i um i like ripped one ob or what i thought was ob and it hit a tree fell down long story short i had like 112 in and i had said right before i was like oh this would be like a really cool hole out or something like that and i hold out for a two when i thought i was about to make you know a five or whatever right so it's sometimes just like speaking things into existence and bryce and i have mentioned that with a couple people on the pod where we're like oh i think you're like hole in one is coming and like they've messaged a couple days later and like kevin gordon got one zach got one like a couple people right after we talked about it so i don't know sometimes it's like when you believe it can happen it can definitely happen right and it's true i it's 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 there's like a fine line between like positivity and like unrealistic right like it's like what is the new trigger word right oh man manifesting things right like if you put like um whatever uh astrology sign you are on your instagram bio and then you put like hashtag manifesting life right i'm not i'm not quite quite there on on some of those philosophies but like i'm a pretty self-deprecating i'm not gonna say negative but like realists i'm a self-deprecating person i i just kind of how i function i make fun of myself more than anyone and i've been trying i found that since in the last couple years when i've got back into playing some golf tournaments um i found that one my stress after the round is a little bit lower like i'm not Mm -hmm. so worked up um and also it kind of comes probably with a little bit of age right you go through life and yeah yeah you know you're like ah whatever you hit hit enough golf shots that are great or terrible you know, mm-hmm. it's not like you're not trying over a golf shot. Everyone wants to be the best. Everyone wants to make a birdie on every single hole, right? So just, you know, I've, I've tried to do a better job of being positive. I, today, David, you're going to play well today. Um, hoping that transfers over for everything in my life. But uh, it there is something to be said for it because people who seem to be super negative, I, I always hit the ball in the trees. They always hit the ball in the trees and they yeah. stay there. Yeah. yeah. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> They just live there and that's just how it is. Like, and it's, and it's like when it starts to, it's, well, it's compounding errors too, right? Like when it starts to, when that, those like wheels start to fall off, somebody just made, somebody just made an ace back there on the, the they they were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear a lot of cheers. So I think we're okay. (laughs) You do a lot of uh, instructing too, David, right? So a lot of uh, teaching and, and out of the swing factory again. So if anybody's in Windsor, go over and check it out, go over and see David. Yeah. But um, have you been doing that for a while now? You know what? Um, I've I've not. Okay. I would say comfortably I've been doing this for about a year and I was a guy who was kind of self-taught. So other than through one person, uh, I'm pretty good in terms of a sponge and listening and and, uh, loving golf. And I'm, I'm kind of on this quest to like learn more uh, as, as you know, everyone is in this information age, but uh, yeah, you know what? I, um, I work with a prep school called A21 Prep Academy here in Windsor. And I get, I get about four or five, six kids in the mornings. Um, and I've, I found I have, a, a, I would say, probably a bit more of a passion for that. Um, when, when I see um, somebody that can kind of put some time in and, and, and work, have some sort of work ethic, uh, it makes me, like, super excited. Like, I, mm-hmm. I get as excited uh, with them. I'm a fairly excitable, outgoing person. Uh, and I get you know, excited with them, uh, as they go through it. And I've really found that I, I really enjoy teaching. Okay. I enjoy teaching people who can 
who can move their bodies a little bit easier, um, mm-hmm. which generally means some people who are younger or uh, athletes love athletes because things things happen a little bit quicker. Um, but I, I have a lot to learn. I know that. Uh, but I've found um, I, I was in a, in a pro shop at a golf course for a summer. And that's, uh, that's not necessarily going to be for me. Um, mm-hmm. Those guys do a wonderful job and they work incredibly hard. Uh, I just, I think I'm going to try to go kind of down this teaching route um, a little selfishly as well, because it allows me to continue to play some events and, uh, and kind of follow my passion a little bit as well. Only 15 years from the champions tour. So um, yeah, I think. Uh, I, I that's think my dream I, too, I, I, man. That's my dream yeah, too. I'll see, I'll see you still, yeah, dude. I like it. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's a great mindset. I mean, you, you say selfishly, but hey, like everyone's got to do what they want, you know. I mean, ultimately, you look like a guy like Rob LeBritz, you know. Uh, I think he that guy kind of inspires a lot of the players who were always decent but just never quite got there. Steve you know? Alker, and, man, Steve Alker, right now, Steve Alker. Yeah, oh like, my god, another guy. I love that Champions Tour now. I love yeah, watching those guys. I, so uh, that's my dream. Like, well, obviously, he had yeah. a lot more successful I, golf career than I did, but like, yeah. you know. That's it. Yeah. Kind of, it kind of shows that like you can be a late bloomer, right? Like it's not, yeah. uh, it's not all the guys that were just like dominant top players in the world. Like I just, I yeah. remember like hearing stats about like I don't even know if he's been inside the top one hundred before, and like he's just, I don't know, it's solid. To it's see awesome. Him compete, right? I know like, it's so, it is great. I, but yeah, so kind of going to wrap up your question there. I, I just, uh, I kind of ventured down this teaching road, and yeah, um, I'm starting. I, I do a little bit of online stuff with Garson Putting Grips now. I do their putting like a putting series with them. And then we're going to do a, like a six-part intro to putting kind of basics series on YouTube. Um, I've started kind of doing that. I just I, – I'm trying to get my hands in as many things kind of as possible in the golfing world. Um, just it, – it's clearly something I'm going to be involved with my whole life. I have no mm-hmm. ability to not talk about it and not love it. And um, Definitely. It shows, man. More it, joy. It, yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is like really, a deep really passion here. I can I can feel it, man. Like, yeah. That was one of the things we wanted to ask you a little bit about was content creation because I noticed that you had been doing some work with Gar- uh, with uh, Garson, and we're <laughs> yes. like they're obviously extremely busy right now. But we're supposed to have uh, Bernard. Is it Bernard? Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Bernard, he's going to jump on with us sometime in the future. Um, mm. Tony Finau wins every other week right now, so yep. he's rolling a Garson. Our Another big Brooke, break guy as well. Yeah. yeah. Our girl Brooke Henderson's rolling a Garson, so um, yeah. lots of people are uh, are kind of finding those grips. So I noticed that you had done like a putting series with them and a couple other things. Is that something that you know <clears> that you're looking to want to develop as well and kind of you know get your feet in on on some content creation? I. Um... The short answer is yes. Now the whole Garson thing happened because um, there's a young gentleman, another go- teaching pro in our area, Ryan Robillard. He he's probably been uh, this might piss a couple of people off, but I don't really care. He's been the one guy in our area who's really kind of taken initiative to really learn the new stuff. Okay, he's into the trackman stuff. He's got pressure plates. He's going to the T Talk live on PGA of Canada. Um, if I were a junior golfer, you know, when I was here at junior, I, I didn't necessarily have a lesson or anything. I, I, I couldn't really afford it, but, um, I felt like I was, I was shooting some good scores and I had that kind of ignorant mindset. Uh, but and Ryan, Ryan got involved with Garson and, and, uh, super speed golf. And he came to me with, Hey, do you want to do this Garson thing? And I was like, yes, I would love to. Now I feel very strongly that I'm going to get into the content creation of this. I have to do the buy the microphone and get all that stuff. But um, 
it's different and it's weird now. I've seen, and I've seen a lot of stuff out there. I'm not saying my stuff would be right, wrong, or I'm going to say some stuff that, you know, that's incorrect. And, and I get that, right? There's a million ways to swing a golf club. But I'm really tired of watching stuff online. Like, okay, so step one, when you grab the golf club, no. You'll notice, like, can we make this exciting? Yeah, like, this is like, like the golf channel at 11 p.m. right now. You're like, okay, you're flipping on, try, yeah, trying to catch some highlights, it's, and it's, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's, I know it's you mean. awful. And now, look, obviously, I talk probably too fast, and I'm all over the place, and I like haven't finished a proper thought in years. But I feel, and if uh, my friends who don't necessarily know golf, they're really trying to push me to do this, um, yeah. because they're like, I just think that you would captivate an audience. You're kind of funny. You throw in a couple one-liners here and there, and I think that you could do it. So uh, I would say my goal for 2023, that's going to probably be one of my biggest things to make this uh, social media thing. It's, it's a little bit weird to to do, okay? It's a little bit – I got to – it's tough talking to a camera and, like, taking it is. yourself. Yeah, it's different, yeah, for sure. You know, like, I have a tough time kind of – I wouldn't say – yeah, I'd have a tough time taking myself seriously sometimes. Yeah. Um, pretty easygoing, kind of jovial. Uh, and I've like, even thinking right now, picturing myself in front of it, like, yeah, like just, it, it, it just takes, a, it'll take a little bit, like kind of swallow your pride or whatever the weirdness yeah. is and just kind of do it. But, uh, it's definitely going to be something I'm going to try to go into down the road. Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Like a hundred and three, four episodes ago. We were pretty, Bryce and I are pretty weird on here too. Like if we went back and watched some of those old episodes, we'd probably cringe a little bit, Bryce. Yeah, but I feel like that's what people like. People yeah. like to see you be weird and funny and be yourself. Like people yeah. want to see yeah. you be a robot, you know? Like, well, we've met like cool. so many people too and it just like kind of grows and grows and grows and we get more comfortable with it. We get like, yeah. you know, it just like feels a lot easier. So just stick with it, man. I think you've got a pretty infectious personality and like uh, there's not, there's, I don't know, maybe five people on the planet that have finished their thoughts during a golf swing and actually like execute that so i think yes. yeah man it's like there's always and also the golf yeah. the golf space such a such a good space i mean everyone's great there's rarely any guys that are i'm not gonna finish that sentence but yes i understand um, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's rare that you'll find a bad person on the golf yeah. course or in the golf community so i mean if you want to be a content content creator and you're a little um, nervous about it, I mean, the golf community is the best place to start. It, it is, man. And I, I always think, too, like, I've been really, really um, excruciatingly fortunate in the course of my life uh, in terms of golf. And um, I just I, – I think that, you know, I, I when I caddied out at Bel Air Country Club out in L.A., I got to meet some pretty, some pretty nice people who, you know, I, I just think once – if I can grow it a bit, a little, I think that – once these people kind of the people have kind of crossed paths with, I just think it can kind of, kind of from yeah, there kind of pull up a bit. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I have a few things floating around on my Instagram that I did like a year or two ago. And I was like calling them deep, what the hell is, uh, tip tops or high tip tops or high top tips or whatever. I don't know what I was calling or DB's hot takes or something stupid, but I got to come up with something catchy, something funny, but, uh, it's definitely going to happen. I think 2023. Yeah. Yeah, if anybody's got some submissions, we'll, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll find one through the pod. There's a lot of creative people always messaging us. Be is. Bel Air Country Club, is that, uh, I saw some a couple pretty cool photos. Now, I'm ripping a really quick edit on this one, so I probably won't drop them over top here, but okay. uh, you can picture David with Steph Curry or David with Ricky yeah. Fowler. So yeah. can you tell yeah. us a little bit about these photos? Are they happening out there? So um, so look, I, again, on the stream, lucky, I won a pro-am in the Hamptons that my 
a buddy named Hoyt McGarity invited me to. Uh, he owns, a, a, you know, he's kind of one of the owners of 8 a.m. golf who does Mira and Schuster and all that stuff. And he had this tournament in the Hamptons, nice spot, and uh, went there and won it. And I was there, and I was the first guy in the little dinner thing, and I had some little short Italian dude who's never seen any, I've never seen anyone dress better. And he said, uh, look at that guy. That guy shot 69-70 or 70-71. That's crazy because he was howling. I was like, that guy's me. And he's like, come on. So we ended up having a couple of drinks. He said, have you heard of a company called G4? I said, they're my favorite gloves. He's like, no way. That's my company. And uh, I was like, no way. So when I went out to LA, I was on the putting green and Massimo said, um, hey, you want to carry my bag? Sure. Of course, getting a loop out of private, you know, that's really great. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my eyes were opened a little bit. Um, I knew kind of Ricky <clears throat> from before in Orlando and we kind of crossed paths here and there, but um, got to kind of loop in this, with Gretz in the same group. Uh, Justin Verlander was pretty often on like the kind of Friday, Sunday thing. He'd come there in the off season. Um, Marty Fish was probably one of the guys I enjoyed catting for the most just because he had such a good move and he was a tennis player. And, yeah. Um, he, he, he's really solid. Um, I, you know, got to, I went back to the back range a couple of times, picking up some, some members, definitely not giving them lessons. And, um, I saw, I think Andre, oh, Pete Sanford was back there hitting some balls a good bit. Um, and then like Moss's wife was Aunt Becky from Full House, Lori Laughlin there. So I, I just happened to, for, for whatever reason, um, kind of be into that scene. And then I, uh, I'm, I'm not the most, you know, I'm not overly shy. And I feel like I can ask Steph Curry for, hey man, can I, you want to try to grab a photo with you and try not yeah. to be a, a clown about yeah. this? Um, you know, um, Caddy for Bubba, uh, when he was, when he was with G4 out at, out at Bel Air as well. And kind of, that'd I, be I pretty cool, man. That would be a lot of fun. There, I don't know how many people listening would even know the 17th hole at Bel Air, but if you get up there, it's a dog leg right, and sunset is down below, and UCLA is, is, is across the road, okay? And so you get up there, and you have to work for a lefty. A, a pretty good draw in there. You, you get it going, okay? He gets up there, takes it over the tee box, like the one he's standing on pretty much, and hits it over sunset and comes back. I actually have a video somewhere on my phone, but we're only supposed to show it or share it, but it's we're supposed to cut it came all the way back and it ended up just in the right hand rough and it was like it bent 85 yards man it it went over sunset he cut it to the he cut it to the dog leg right instead of drawing it over sunset that's funny that's That's like (laughs) you're you'd have to like your dispersion on that like you'd have to know that you're hitting that shot like oh yeah like if he if he just slightly closed that face down, like you're hearing, yeah. Oh man, locking up LA traffic. Damn, that would <laughs> so be, uh, was, yeah. Yeah. I feel right, like well, Bubba, I yeah. go on, no, go I ahead. Go Bryce. Bubba, of, I was just saying Bubba would be like somebody that'd be like, you couldn't caddy for Bubba. Like, I did. You could, I, you could carry his yeah. bag. Like yeah. I carried Bubba's bag. And yeah. on, so on the, on the, uh, one, two, three, on the fifth hole is a part three. It looks downhill, plays uphill like 161 or something, okay? So I'm like, now this time I played three holes. I've seen him hit some shots. I was like, uh, 161. I was like, Pitch, pitching rich? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to chip a seven. I'm like, oh, okay, for sure. Cool. So you get <laughs> yeah, up on that nine. makes sense. Nine yep. is the ninth hole. It works its way uphill like 15 yards. Um, it's like 450 from the back. So it's a solid four, you know? Um, he gets up there, pumps a drive. He has 151. We say it's uphill nine uh, and the, it's a back pin. It's really kind of like 164. I go, 
chip seven? He goes, uh, I'll just go, just give me the wedge there. Okay, hits it to three feet. And I was like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I have no idea. Like, what am I going to say to this guy? Okay. I got just no idea. If, like, it's got to be just like a bit of feel, too, right? It's like, oh. yeah. I, I was like, here you go. I, just, I ended up like, usually, you know, if you're a decent player, you can be like, okay, this guy hits it here. He, try this, do yeah. this, whatever. It takes three holes, you get it. Play 18 holes with the guy or caddy 18 holes with the guy. I think on the 14th hole, I was like, four iron. He's like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, great. Yeah. Yeah, you get to every <laughs> shot. You're just kind of like, hey, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, putter? <laughs> exactly. You're exactly. on the green, like questioning if he's going to hit a putter or not. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you roll one here or I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, it's, it was, it, I, I, uh, I, again, on the, I was, I was very lucky. I got the, to even be able to caddying at Bel Air. And then, uh, Massimo, uh, was, uh, you know, really was a phenomenal person to me. And then when kind of as I was leaving, I ran into some personal issues. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of credit Moss for kind of, um, I don't want to say saving my life or anything like that, but to just kind of knocking some sense into me and, 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 and kind of saying the right things to me and getting me on track a little. Man, I wish I had the, uh, the high, the high crown G4 visor. I got out of my truck. I was actually moving it when I put my son's, uh, I was putting my son's car seat in. I was moving it around a little bit. I still have it out there. I should have brought it on for the pod, but yeah, no, cool. I'm, I'm a huge, uh, like we have G4 here at Swing Factory eh? and like, I, uh, it's tough to, it's kind of tough to kind of come across in Canada and it's usually at some higher end places, but, uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm proud that we have it here. It's, it's really, uh, it's really nice to have the guy who did so much for me. So. He, uh, he was a big reason as to why I have a lot of cool stories. Yeah. Go um, ahead, Bracer. Yeah, I'd just like to kind of get into one of my uh, favorite subjects of the pod, especially when we get some players on. Here uh, we go. What, what's in the bag? Um, oh, okay. I'm a, so I'm a huge gear guy. I know okay. a lot about it. I like to research a lot about it. Okay. I can't afford most of it, but I'd like to. But right. uh, just kind of go through your bag. We do kind of just driver to putter, putter to driver, whatever you want to do. Shaft, okay, so, heads. okay. I can do that. So the kind of, um, we're in transition. Okay. Um, uh, so I have a Callaway Epic nine degree driver turned down one. Uh, other than that, I won't change it because I, I hate, I hate adjustable drive. But, um, I get the point of them. They're good for the everyday golf or whatever. Uh, uh, no, that one, I caved that face. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, about a year and a half ago because I had it for about five and uh, I got the Epic speed. Like yeah, the yeah. very first epic speed. Yeah. Now, I think I'm gonna be get I, what I what I'm hearing um, from from my friends at Callaway that this new driver is uh, a little special. So I'm thinking I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna be getting into that. Um, three wood. I have the regular Callaway Epic three wood. Uh, again, blacked out because I I don't like the colors and stuff. Uh, now I have a Callaway Apex sixteen Pro Hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a twenty degree, uh, but it's when I was working for Callaway doing their fittings. And uh, that that club probably won't be coming out of the bag anytime soon. Um, irons, I have the 2016 Apexes. They're three quarters of an inch short, three flat, two flat, three flat, and uh, I play the Nippon Modus 120Ss. But I'm switching to the TCBs with the uh, MMT 105Ss because it lowers my launch and helps my spin. Okay. And um, and then. In the wedges again on my uh, the, the the bottom half of the bag is kind of again on my 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 good luck and fortune. Uh, I, after a big break, I won and I got to the PGA Tour event in New Orleans, and I spent uh, a lot of time with Bob Boki and Aaron Dill. Uh, Aaron's kind of you know the 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 guy who does the stamping. Yeah, the wizard, Sunday, yep. right? So uh, for whatever reason, Aaron um, 
I would consider Aaron a friend now. Um, he's him and Voki FaceTime me in like 2017 at the Sony, just seeing how I was doing that. I moved back to Canada. I talked to Aaron actually the other day. I think it was his, I think it was his birthday the other day. Um, and he's, he, he, he gets me the, the raw wedges, the 50, the venture 51, 56 and the 60, the SM nine raws. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually I think I have the eights, whatever. Uh, and then happened to caddy for Scotty Cameron and uh asked him for a putter when i moved back home um you know just wanting a price and then i've never used a blade putter so i have a i have a scotty cameron circle t newport uh nice. that he sent me with about four nice head covers to go with that so uh that's that's my bag right now um and uh it is kind of slowly changing but the the wedges will will be there um i kind of i'm, I'm pretty open uh to putters um, and it feels like the last week indoors has got me to go back to my, uh, my rife Barbados Island series putter. So we'll see how, we'll see how it goes with when I start testing this stuff, but that's, that's the, uh, that's the bag for now. And right now I think it's going to change in like January or February, but for right now, that's what it's at. So you guys have the, uh, the option to check out a lot of the data when you're, do you use like a lot of the putting data in your game or do you just kind of roll it by feel or. I, uh, I I hit up on my putts. Okay. I make sure of that now I've, I've, I've always kind of done that because I used to play my ball off, off of almost ahead of my front foot and I would kind of Jack Nicholas it and do the little piston move there. Um, but as, as I start hitting more greens, uh, I need to release my putter a bit. So I've kind of changed my stroke, but a little bit as years have gone on, but I, um, uh, I look at the numbers when I need to look at the numbers. Okay. I, I didn't grow up with, a, a, a ton of um, ability to kind of learn and get all this stuff as a lot of guys are really, really probably didn't. Right. Um, but <clears throat> I kind of have a pretty simplistic way of, <clears throat> of thinking or swinging the golf club. Uh, even though I've started to teach it, you know, I still have my you know, two swing thoughts. Um, and uh, I, I just, with the putting, like we have that, we have that, you know, the, the, the putt view thing. Right. So yeah, I, I, what I like about it is that I've started using Tour Read, like that, that app that Ralph Bauer has that like some of the guys, Corey and Mac, you know, yeah. Adam, they're all using it, right? So for teaching someone, right, and explaining like, okay, we have a 12-footer on a 10 stem at 3% break. You know, let's look at this and now, okay, it's eight inches outside, right? Or whatever the case may be, okay? I think it's really great for learning the importance of how much break it has and, and how speed and line you know, it was really dictated. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I list, like I'll put a track in behind when I putt and uh, I'll, I'll make sure my path is okay. I get a little pushy and um, I want to make sure I hit up on my putts. And other than that, I watch the ball roll end over end. And that, that for me, that's, that's it. And that's kind of from my, my putting. I've always, I've always been a pretty, I've been a really good short putter inside of five feet, probably my whole life. Um, and you know, I, I guess I just kind of had that set up and or whatever. I line up the ball well, but uh, yeah, the I, I try not to get over overindulged in, it, especially with the thirty options on track, man. Um, yeah. Spin axes and these yeah, things that like, are very, very great for good players. But something that if you're if I'm if I'm hitting it really well and my path is good and my my spin axis is is maybe a little bit off for me, I'm not rerouting my entire golf swing and making this happen. I'm just kind of going through my process. 
Yeah, I guess the reason why I asked that with like when you're rolling is because like you know the through our conversation we've learned like you're a good putter and mm. it's just one of those things where I feel like it's still part of the game where there is a lot of feel aspect that goes into it. Like if we're going to add feel into like, you know, hitting your driver off the tee, like a lot of things can go wrong pretty quickly. Correct. But, um, you know, I just, I know you mentioned like the pup view and, uh, and the Ralph Bauer app and stuff like that. I know Mac Hughes is using it. And like last week, I remember Bob Weeks giving it, he gave a stat on Monday on golf talk Canada that Mac Hughes was like six strokes above the field and putting at the the Houston open, which is insane. Right. So insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously like, he's like a top three player on tour, but it's it's um yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to like to be able to see the guys in this area, like you know, that Yeah, are- it is. It's and like I get weird when I kinda like when I teach putting, right? Like a lot of old school stuff has really been tossed out the window here, okay? Like, you know, you do this, you do this setup square. Now obviously that's pretty much your basic setup square, but there's strokes and grips and like you know, some people feel like, you know, they get that two to one stroke and you kind of stop at, you know, your front foot, you know, and go a little bit further back. Some guys feel like they throw the ball down the line to see it. You know what I mean? And yeah, I think, I think one of the things I would say that I probably do well, you know, I have a lot to work on, but um, when I get people in numbers and I know that they're sitting here like, Oh, well that is 1.4 here and there. Okay. I'm like, what does that feel to you? Does, you? does your right arm go out? Does your shoulder come back? And I don't care if you say your big toe hurts. I don't care. Okay. But it, these numbers are here to give us a feel that we can translate onto the golf course. Right. We don't want to be sitting here and being a robot and be on the golf course. Like, Oh, well that was 2.8 across. Yeah. And like, what are we doing here? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I would say that's, I try to use the numbers and bring as much feel as it to translate in, you know, as possible. Well, cause eventually too, like you're, you know, you're, students are just going to break down. Like if it's something that's completely uncomfortable over yeah. the course of 18 holes, you're just going to break down. Right. Unless mm-hmm. like, we don't have the option to have 300 repetitions a day or, or yeah. more, right. You know, upwards of like a thousand, some people need, but um, yeah. you know, if you're still with us, we're in conversation with Canadian uh, pro golfer, David Byrne, um, David Byrne golf, I think it is over on Instagram. Right. So we'll link that below. Anybody wants to kind of catch it up, David Byrne golf. And then uh, yeah, we'll um, if you want to kind of, check out his like career, kind of what he's done, what he's going to be doing. Uh, you can go click the Instagram link below. Do we have any, uh, we have any golf coming up, David? We actually haven't met, but I did see you at the Osprey event two seasons ago. I was walking to the first tee and you were like coming up. Um, yeah. so I've seen you in person, but we haven't, uh, we haven't met in person yet, but we definitely will yeah. one day in Windsor, but any, uh, any more, uh, golf for you in your future? You're trying to, before that champions tour. Um, so again, the goal this year, right. I, I kind of, am just, uh, trying to work as much as possible with, without kind of like killing myself. Uh, the hope is to kind of build a bit of a base, a bit of a teaching base. I mean, again, try to get in as I try to dip into the creative content a bit more. Um, I'm going to try to do some online stuff lesson wise. Again, uh, I would say the goal for next year, I, I really didn't play a lot of events this past year. I played a pro-am in one and I played, um, uh, TPT event at Roseland here, and I think I shot like 16, 70 and finished seventh or whatever it was. Um, but uh, next year, I kind of want to, I want to play some TPT events. I want to play the TPT, you know, maybe the Canadian Open qualifier, you know, so like, 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 you know, the kind of the stuff. Now, I'm not sitting here and saying if I have a good year, you're going to see me at Q School again and blah, blah, blah. But um, just kind of going and going to a golf course and, and doing my thing for a day or two, it, you know, 
I feel like my mindset, I feel like honestly, I can still kind of, I can definitely compete with, yeah. you know, again, maybe, maybe that's like the positive golfer side in me. Um, but I've never swung the golf club better and I've never played better in my life than the last couple years. So, um, so, and I'm more comfortable with my own skin. So I want to continue to play and just for my overall happiness, um, you know, I, I, I didn't play a lot of golf this summer. I just really worked and I played some casual rounds, not a lot of competitive stuff. And, um, I just think that I can, I'm happier when I'm, when I'm playing a few more events. Yeah, so, sure. uh, in the summer, sure. In the winter, lots of lessons, a lot of work, um, get back in, get back into the gym, uh, try to find a way to hit the ball further because, you know, hitting it 280 means you hit it nowhere now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, gotta, gotta kind of sort all that stuff out, but uh, as this teaching game kind of given me this like second little hope or whatever for this for professional golf and still the ability to play when 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 I can. Yeah, I like it, man. So Bryce's not far away. Bryce hits it like three thirty in the air, so he can come down there. You can get him a putting lesson, and Bryce will just yeah. show you how to lag something like way down the middle of the fairway because he hits people like helping people. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he crushes it like straight as an arrow too. I love it. So it's uh, amazing. It's just a hundred yards in. We gotta we gotta get some work on. We gotta work gotcha. on that, Bryce, and then we'll uh, yeah. we'll have a play. I mean, my wedges there. haven't been terrible this past year. Just my putting. Bryce, what's your cap at, dude? Like, what do you what's what's your uh, handicap for? Uh, let me look. Probably like a three or a four, I guess. Uh, Ricer's younger brother is like a plus four or five now. He's solid, really solid. So really, yeah. He. Um, what do you play to, Mac? Oh, like, what do you? Depends, man. I'm uh, I'm deep into a money game situation now. So I uh, <laughs> I just use I just use eighteen birdies on my phone, so it's unofficial, but four point eight. So okay. Yeah, I my. Actually, uh, I gotta start working with those guys. Yeah. I can be a I can be a three or thirty cap, so I don't uh, I don't give too much okay. up. It's uh, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I try to keep it. Gotcha. Um, I got David. I got guys listening to this pod right now that I can't give a true cap to. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay, bro. We're all listening. <laughs> yeah, I got I got anywhere from a seventy four to a eighty six. Yeah, I think I can. Okay. That's about huge, yeah, but I don't I don't play enough honestly anymore yeah. to really. That's I just fair. get out when I can. So. I get yeah. uh, I get way too creative out there for my skill set. So that's something that. Uh, oh, you! I had I have yeah. a guy I give lessons. He's a tennis pro. I give lessons to him. He came in and I was like, "Pretty good move." He's like, "I'm just I'm working on this cut. I'm working on this draw." And I was like, "Okay, hit it straight." Yeah. And I was yeah. like, you know, you don't you don't have to. You just, you can just play golf. You don't have to like do something showy here. I play a straight <laughs> game as long as yeah. I don't miss it. I don't put in nothing. So yeah. anything, when I'll let it fall out of the sky to the right as a righty. So like I'll play like a little cut, just let it fall Same, out. Dude. Yeah. Same. I cannot. Yeah. I, you won't see me draw the ball for the life of me. Well, rarely. Yeah. If I draw the man. ball, I know that my swing. There's something going on that like I need to fix from mm-hmm. the way I try to build it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, that's a lefty thing. We're all a little bit weird over here on the side of the T block, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 okay. It's okay. I like it. It keeps things interesting. And uh, yeah. the course I play at too. If you've if you walked around Port Hope one time, you know it can beat you up pretty good. If you're hitting it well, yeah, if you like, like I think get I a little breezy out there as well. And- yeah. I got like a 73 there and I got a 93 probably this year. So it's like, it's, it's, it'll beat you up that course. So it's, and the greens are like, it's like the fifth oldest course in Canada. The greens are nasty. They're so old yes, and like, they move. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah. it's, it's wild. I think the TPT event, there's one guy under par in a two day event there. Yeah. So it's, yeah, uh, that's right. when they get those things rolling in the middle of the summer, it's, it's lightning. Yeah. It's lightning out there. Yeah, they are. But David, we appreciate this, man. You're, uh, 
your content's going to be good. I'm looking forward to checking yeah, it you. out, man. I really thank appreciate you. You're a fun that. guest to have on. And uh sounds like that place is a good place over there at Swing Factory in Windsor. It's so awesome. if you're out it's in that it's, area. It's the best we got here. It's yeah. the best we got in Windsor. It's nice. We finally got something that's really, people can get better now in Windsor. Yeah, Bryce and I nice. are going to have to pop by and check it out for sure because it's uh, yeah. not that far from me. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll make a drive, Absolutely, come man. check it out. I'll, I'll be in a point where I'm, uh, yeah, I got to play some golf in the winter, so I'll definitely come out and check it out. But um, hopefully in the right. summer or something, we can have you back on. This was great, man. Getting a little yeah, updates. Yeah, of course, here, of course. Going. Whenever you guys need, guys. Yeah, yeah. have awesome. All right, man. Appreciate it. Take <laughs> care. On, All guys. the best. Yeah, yeah. And we'll chat soon. Take care. He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up. Uh, I lose the ball and I re-up. Yo. I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Yeah. Feel like it might be an average, I was working scenario.